This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 667, Love Yourself as If Your Life Depended on It, by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I am your host, Greg Audino, and I am here Monday to Friday to narrate content that helps you be in happy and healthy relationships. You'll also find me hosting the show, Optimal Living Advice, where I personally answer all of the questions you guys send in about your various struggles and do my very best to help you out. For today's ORD episode, however, I am narrating a post from popular writer and podcaster James Altucher, where he discusses the power of self-love. So let's jump right into his post and start optimizing your life. Love Yourself as if Your Life Depended on It by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com Kamal went missing. We had been corresponding for over a year ever since I started this blog. I'm very grateful for the great friends I have met through this blog. It has been a totally unexpected but much appreciated benefit of doing this. Finally, I was visiting San Francisco and after hundreds of emails back and forth during the prior year, I was getting all set to meet Kamal Ravikant, but he didn't show up for our planned breakfast. His brother, Naval, called him a few times. He's at home, Naval said, but he's not picking up. His illness must be overwhelming him today. Naval had a GPS specifically attached to where Kamal was. Kamal was very sick. This had been going on for months. He had gotten more and more sick. Some days he couldn't move or wake up. Other days he had enough energy to go outside, but only for minutes and then he had to go back inside. Kamal's sickness was chronic. The doctors couldn't help him. He was infinitely tired, feverish in pain, and it was getting worse. I knew from our correspondences that Kamal had been going through a hard time before he got sick. His company, which had once been well enough to raise a significant amount of money, was faltering, perhaps failing. He had recently broken off a relationship. A close friend had died. Often, when we attach our happiness to external goals, financial success, relationship success, etc., we get disappointed. Even when things work out, everything cycles. The happiness is often fleeting. When those goals break, the external pain immediately gets reflected into our internal bodies. Our emotions break. We feel sad, disappointed, in pain. We cling to the past happiness or our hoped-for goals that now have to change. It often feels like your arm is being torn off your body. But Kamal was trying to hold it all together to be fair to everyone within his company, the employees, the investors, the customers. He was clinging to the past, to the future to everything and everyone except for his own happiness in the present. So his emotional body couldn't handle it anymore. His emotional arms and legs were torn off, and then his physical body broke. He completely broke down. 
I noticed he had dropped out of touch a few months earlier, and I hadn't seen his comments on the blog in a while. What's going on? I wrote him. I'm sick, was his reply. He dropped out. But then he started getting better. He started writing again and telling me what was going on in his life. He started commenting on the blog again and interacting with the great community developing here. He was alive again. We finally ended up meeting. How did you get better? I asked. What, what happened? I'll tell you the secret, he said. I thought I was going to die. I was just lying in bed and couldn't move. I had a high fever and was in too much pain. I really thought I was going to die. Finally, I just started saying over and over again, I love myself. He paused and started saying it right then as if he were still in the cure. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I would repeat it all day. As Kamal then says in the just-published book, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It, about his experience, quote, And I got better. My body started healing faster. My state of mind grew lighter. But the thing I never expected or imagined, life got better. But not just better. Things happened that were fantastically out of my reach. This I couldn't have dreamed of. I found myself using the word magic to describe what was happening. And through it all, I kept repeating to myself, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. End quote. In the book, Kamal describes his transition from sickness into health and the other magical things that happened to him. He also gives a series of techniques and practices to try this for yourself in a variety of ways. And finally, he answers the dreaded question, what happens if you don't love yourself? Can you still get this magic into your life? Think about it, he said to me months later when we met in NYC. When someone is in love, they almost magically look better. I needed to be in love with myself to feel better. So much of what had happened had weighed on me until I collapsed. Now I needed to love myself. It became a mantra for me. As someone explained to me the other day, the word mantra has two parts in Sanskrit. Man, thoughtfulness with zeal, and tra, to protect. So by saying, I love myself, over and over, Kamal was protecting the thought, nourishing it, and the love was nourishing the rest of his body, his emotions, his mind, his spirit. Kamal is now completely recovered. He also figured out the solution with his business, and when I saw him in NYC, it was as if a gigantic weight had been lifted off his shoulders. He is so recovered that I can't recommend enough the book about his experience. The title, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. He used Amazon directly, uploaded the book, and it became available within days after he wrote it. I'll let a quote from Kamal's excellent book close this post. Quote, If a painful memory arises, don't fight it or try to push it away. You're in quicksand. Struggle reinforces pain. Instead, go to love. Love for yourself. Feel it. If you have to fake it, fine. It'll become real eventually. Feel the love for yourself as the memory ebbs and flows. That will take the power away. And even more importantly, it will shift the wiring of the memory. Do it again and again. Love, rewire. Love, rewire. It's your mind. You can do whatever you want. The results are worth it. I wish that for you. You just listened to the post titled, Love Yourself as If Your Life Depended on It, by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. And a big thanks to James. Well, a big thanks to Kamal as well for that. <laughs> There's a lot that's out of our control, everybody, and while the degree to which we let other things affect us is often up to us, even that is not always the case in each moment. 
So if we can be vigilant enough to find and act in the moments in which we are feeling empowered, we can seize those opportunities to change the narratives about ourselves as Kamal did and ultimately develop more empowering moments because of that. And once our narratives and our beliefs have changed, well then, look out world. That mind-body connection, baby. Kamal knows, he'll tell you. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining me today, everybody, and I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day. I will see you again tomorrow with a post from Becoming Minimalist, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more, from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.